everybody and welcome to the Next Level Remote Podcast, where you get hands-on, no fluff and straight to the point quick tips on how to improve your everyday remote work routine, skyrocket your productivity and make the very best of your life when working online. I am your host Denise May, remote professional of 10 years and founder of the blog Digital Nomad Soul where I help other aspiring remote professionals and digital nomads on their path to a location-independent life. Thanks so much for joining us today. In last week's episode, I've talked about all of the great advantages of co-working spaces and why it is so important or why it is worth giving them a try. However, there are also a few downsides of co-working spaces that you should be aware of. And this is what I want to discuss in today's episode. So without any further ado, let's jump right in. Disadvantage, disadvantage number one of co-working spaces is the commute. So unless you are in a very lucky position to live right next to the co-working space of your choice, you will have to get there somehow, obviously. And that usually means public transport, a traffic jam or walking in the rain or in the heat. So of course, this takes up precious time and depending on the city you're in right now, it can also get expensive, expensive after a while. Disadvantage number two is getting ready in the morning. Now, if you don't work from the comfort of your own home office, you will have to get ready in the morning just like you would if you worked in a normal office job. And that means getting dressed, doing your hair or makeup, all things like that. And although most co-working spaces are very relaxed and laid back, coming there in your pajamas might not be the best idea and might be a little bit too casual. And you also have to pack all the things that you need during the day. So it is super annoying if you forget something, like if you forget to bring your headphones, um, but you have an important meeting schedule, then you may have to go back home and get them, which costs you time and money as well. A, another downside is that you might fall or will fall back into routines. Now, one of the reasons why many people choose to work from home or choose to become a digital nomad is because they want to escape their kind of like boring daily routines. When you work in a co-working space regularly, you may find yourself doing exactly what you did before, just in another office. You set an alarm in the morning, you get dressed, you pack your stuff, you commute to the office, you do your work, a little bit of small talk here and there, your lunch break, more work, and then you, in the end you shut down your computer, you leave the office and you have a traffic jam back on your way home. And don't get me wrong, routines are not bad at all. In fact, some of them are just super important and can improve your daily productivity and mental health and also physical health a lot. But if you wanted to escape that kind of lifestyle before you worked remotely, it is now easy to get sucked up and to be at the exact same point where you were before. Downside number four is a degrees productivity. And this one doesn't apply, obviously, to all of us all of the time. Many people are highly productive when working from a co-working space. However, others are not. So, I mean, yes, meeting other remote professionals is great and networking is important for your business. But often you find yourself chatting with others for hours and hours without getting much of your work done simply because 
they have a similar lifestyle or job as you do and it's just such a great exchange to talk to them because otherwise if you only work from home then you might grave social interactions and you might miss other people around so you're so happy to finally talk to someone that you will literally talk all day to anyone that you meet in the co-working space which can then of course decrease your productivity and that also goes along with the next disadvantage and that is number five distractions so maybe you manage not to talk to other co-workers all day and that's great but how about chatting right next to you like if other people are talking to each other right next to where you're working or how about the guy on the phone behind you or people walking up and down a noisy hallway so being in a shared office also means that there are many potential distractions and you might find it hard to focus on your work and downside number six is the money because depending on the city you live in co-working spaces can get very pricey although there are many membership rates and oftentimes the longer you book the less you pay But especially in bigger cities, that can cost you easily a couple of hundred dollars each month. And that is something that not everyone is willing to pay or can pay for a working space. So for many people, it will get much, much cheaper if they simply work from home. Okay, so much to the disadvantages. But what are the alternatives to co-working spaces? Well, the easiest option would obviously be, as I just said, working from home. You set up your home office, maybe you have a spare room, or you simply create a little home office nook in your bedroom or in your living room. I've talked about all of the things that you need to set up a home office in episode number two. So make sure you check that one out. Alternatively, you can also go to cafes. They offer... A great Wi-Fi connection often for free you have food and drinks available all day and maybe you even meet other remote workers there too I mean just look at Starbucks it is super popular with people who like to get some online work done while drinking coffee another idea would be libraries as today they often come with great internet and of course it is a quiet work environment so you don't get distracted there If you want to, you could also work from a nice park for an hour or two. Either do some offline work there or bring a mobile hotspot for internet. This could be a welcoming exchange or welcoming change of scenery that can easily increase your creativity. To find the best places to work online all over the world, you can use websites such as workhardanywhere or coworker.com or workfrom.co. Here people rate co-working spaces, cafes, restaurants and such on their or qualification as a remote workspace. If you like the concept of co-working, you might also enjoy special programs for remote workers or digital nomads. Here you usually travel in groups around the world and experience the country and the culture and work online at the same time. Just check out programs such as Nomad Train or Hacker Paradise or remote year which are three very popular ones all right let's quickly recap the downsides of co-working spaces number one you have to commute to your co-working space number two is you have to get ready in the morning and pack all your stuff number three is you may fall back into routines which you wanted to get rid of number four is your productivity could degrees 
Because number five, there are more potential distractions. And number six, co-working spaces can be quite expensive. As an alternative, you could set up a home office, you could check out cafes, libraries, work from a park for a few hours, or join remote work programs around the world and work from pretty much anywhere in the world. Co-working spaces are a great place to work from. And in case you have missed the last episode of Next Level Remote, I've talked about all of the great benefits and perks of using a co-working spaces in that last episode. So make sure to check out episode number 24 to see why it is a great idea to actually go and use co-working spaces if you work remotely. I hope you've liked today's episode and found value in this quick tip. If so, I would very much appreciate if you could leave a review on your podcast platform and share it with your family or friends if you think that they'd find it helpful too. If you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure to subscribe to the Next Level Remote Podcast. As always, I put all of the products, services and websites that I've recommended in the show notes of this episode. Here you can also find tons of other information on remote work and the digital nomad lifestyle if you want to read more about it. Thanks so much again for listening and I wish you a wonderful day and speak to you next time.